Hi there and good day. Welcome to North Bay's Heritage Diary. Listen up and we shall weave for you tales of days and times gone by, which can inform today and show the way to tomorrow. This Municipal Heritage Committee podcast looks at our town, our people, and our stories. This time we open our diary of voices from the past for a conversation with the late World War II veteran, city politician, and businessman, Don King. This was originally recorded in 1999 as part of the Kojiko Cable series, Life Is. In part one, King talks about family history, the war and amalgamation. Please excuse any dated references. Your family came from England, is that right? Uh, from England originally. Um, uh, my dad was born in Sturgeon Falls. Is that right? Yeah, my mother in South River. So, when do you remember when the family came over? When they, when you? I, I don't know when they came from England. I, I can't remember that part of it. But uh, I know they, my dad or my grandfather worked uh, for the CPR, and uh, I'm told that he died of pneumonia on the track. He was a, a track linesman or something, a mm -hmm. line foreman or something, mm -hmm. where they walked the track so many miles a day and do the inspection. So that was uh, back in the 1800s. And uh, my dad was uh, born, I guess, uh, 1887, somewhere around there, 86. Okay. And they came to North, to North, uh, out North Bay after his dad died. And he was five years old when he came to North Bay. And we're talking around the turn of the century, aren't we? Yeah, that's uh, this would be well at uh, uh, about mm, about eighteen ninety one, ninety two, okay, somewhere in that neighborhood. And uh, and and you're seventy seven. I'm seventy seven. So um, before we get into you, we want to take some, take a look at some old pictures that you have that date mm -hmm. back to the very early nineteen hundreds. Nineteen and four, to be exact. And we have one with a young man on a horse sitting on what looks like a corduroy road. That's right. That's over where the uh, uh, fire station is today on uh, Ferguson Street. And uh, that was the outside road of the city of North Bay in 1904. And that's your dad? That's my dad. The next one is a building with a carriage going in front of it. It's a big shop. A big shop, okay. Uh, that was beside where Deacon's store is today. Uh, Deegan's burnt down in the 40s or 30s, uh, as I understand it, but uh, uh, that was in 1904 as well, and my dad was the uh, delivery boy on the wagon. Okay. There's a, a, a wooden house. That's where Brown Furs was on Main Street East. Uh, oh. That was one place, the second place that my grandparent lived. Uh, and there's some people, some, looks like a mother maybe with some kids in the backyard. That's, that's my uh, grandmother and two of my uh, aunts. Okay. And the last one is a strange one. We've got a moose, <laughs> a moose um, with, surrounded by a bunch of kids and a gentleman holding the moose. Um, it looks like he's got it uh, as if he's going to, this was a horse almost. From the story that I was given, uh, that's at the, where the St. Regis Hotel was. Uh, it's an apartment building there now. Uh -huh. And uh, they caught the moose, and they were going to use it for labor. Oh, yeah. And he's got a halter in his oh, hand there. That's what I was and uh, my dad's one of the young fellows behind it. Right. Kibitzing. 
What do you remember yourself of North Bay when you were when you were born uh, in the in the twenties? I was born in nineteen twenty one. What do you what do you remember of the city in the area? Where we where what part of the city did you grow up? Well, in? I was born on McIntyre Street, uh, no Worthington Street, kitty corner from the post office, the second house in. It's a little red brick uh, house that's uh, still there. Uh huh. Um, so that that was where was that as 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 that was around the center of the city, wasn't it? That that was that was the center of the city. Okay. What what do you remember about it growing up, uh, the, the neighborhood? Well, from there, uh, the the first part I remember is basically up on. Um, we moved from there to um, Maher Street. Uh, that's up off Laurie Avenue. Okay. Uh, behind Fisher Street, and I was about five years old when we moved up there. All right. And uh, I remember one time I, my dad he had an old Model T Ford, and he was going downtown to do some shopping. And, he wouldn't take me with me, so if I couldn't go, he wasn't going either. So I took a bunch of tacks and laid them behind oh, no. the tires. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll tell you, I, n I never did it again. <laughs> he, he found out what happened. He found out what happened. <laughs> you, you, you've always been unafraid of, to do things like that. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's the pleasure of living. <laughs> so... Uh, some other uh, Jimmy Kelly grew up in the same area. Guess, yeah, right? Jimmy was up on Hardy Street. Uh, actually, uh, Maher Street ran into Hardy. Okay. And it ran into Laurie Avenue. And uh, where Jimmy Jimmy uh, wasn't living there when I lived up in, uh, on on Maher. He uh, he came later, but I was living on Laurie Avenue at that time. We moved from Maher Street to Laurie Avenue. What what as as youngsters, now nowadays youngsters have so many different things they can do, uh, from A to Z just about. How did you amuse yourselves in the in the, oh, in the late twenties? Well, that 30s? that wasn't uh, that wasn't hard at all. Uh, we we used to uh, we were creative, I guess. Uh, and when you look back at it, uh, there wasn't a lot of money. Right. Uh, you know, your pleasures you made yourself. Uh, we did. Uh, we'd just go what now would be two blocks, and we'd hunt rabbits. Uh huh. Uh, we'd play cowboys and Indians. Right. Uh, we had one tree that we called the Tarzan tree. It was a big uh, white birch. That's only about two blocks from Laurie Avenue, but that was in really in the backwoods. And that's just about where the bypass goes through now. Okay. And so, and and uh, the the gang got together down on uh, Fisher Street, and we built a, a skating rink and a hockey rink. And we raised the money for it. The city didn't give us any money. Built the boards, uh, leveled off the ground, paid for the hookup of the water man water to service it. Used horse manure to keep it from freezing. So anyway, and, and we'd we'd uh, flood the rink uh, ourselves. We built a little uh, building on the uh, corner across from Pop Taylor's store. At the first part, we used his store as uh, more or less a cubhouse, and he gives permission to use the back portion of uh -huh. it. Right. As the Taylors were all involved in the uh, group there, and all those McLeans, McGilpies, and the whole gang around that corner. Always lots of kids. So we, we created our own uh, entertainment. Was, was sports was a major part of it? Or? That, that, that would have been uh, correct. 
Yeah, we did a lot of a lot of sports. Uh, but it would be well. it would be pickup sports, right? Yeah, no, no organization yeah, to no, it. Yeah. The only organization was what we uh, created. Okay. Did you play ball at all? Yep. In the schoolyards, we used to use the schoolyards for ball, soccer, football, and uh, hockey down at the Fisher Street. Your own kids didn't do that, right? No, not not in the no. They didn't have to. Be more, right, be more organized. That, that, that's right. It, it uh, like when my first uh, boy uh, came along, uh, I lived on Castle Street, right where uh, it used to be called the Minion Star. I think it's A and P now. Okay. Uh, just uh, the side of the bypass. And uh, I was the first chairman of the Kinsman Rosedale Playground. Uh, on the old castle home property mm -hmm, behind right. the old building. And we raised the funds. I think the most we got from the city in, the, in that project was $3,000. And we built the uh, the rink. We built a ball field with uh, light lighted uh, standards. Uh, we got the uh, tubing from the O&R and had the shops and the O&R weld them together for us. The bell telephone number was a pole truck. And we hauled them from the O&R out there. We stood them up with the... So it, uh, we did, everything was of a, a voluntary nature. Mm -hmm. We built a building, 30 by 40, out of cinder blocks. And uh, it cost the city no money. Uh, finally, what happened, I guess, uh, Parks and Recreation had come into being by that time. And uh, they had a lease, $1 a year, from Castleholm. They failed to pick up the lease. They lost the... Uh, Don King's growing up. He's got a whole bunch of buddies, uh, the Fisher Street Gang, I guess mm -hmm. you called them. Um, pretty close friends. Yep. Um, and World War II comes along, 1939, late 30s. Yeah. And uh, what 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 happened? A change. You you'd been working uh, for the ONR, and it uh, you decided you were going to enlist. There, there wasn't a great deal doing in those days for uh, teenagers. Uh, uh, so, I guess in getting, I don't recall that it had to be the the uh, the basis of just sitting around and talking and said, okay, let's go and join. Mm -hmm. And that was about the size of it. it was on a Sunday morning in July, and we went up the old armories on, on Oak Street. And, uh, armories on Oak Street. Yeah. Okay. Right. It used to be where well, you wouldn't remember Gamblin' yeah. Robinsons. So okay. <laughs> that's. Uh, uh, Valenti store or restaurant. Right. It's just west of Valenti's on Oak. And uh, we went up and we joined the army. And whole group of it. The whole group was about thirty-five of us. That many. Yeah. Had the Algon the Algonquin regiment had been formed. Uh, just mobilized at that time. It was uh, brought into. It used to be the old one five nine. All right. Uh, that was a pioneer regiment in the First World War. So and and they put you in uh, the Algonquin Regiment, did you? Or did you no, have to we ask we for joined it? the Algonquin. You all joined the Algonquin. The, the Algonquin uh, was a, a recruitment for the Algonquin Regiment. Okay, what kind of what kind of training did you go through? Well, we started up at the Collegiate up on um, Algonquin Avenue. It wasn't called Algonquin then; it was called High. My original training started uh, route marching around the city, down Fisher Street, their old stamping grounds, uh, Castle Street. And, Wherever that was the exercise to get coordination, I guess. Right, right. And uh, 
about turns and whatnot, and left turns and right turns and whatever. <laughs> that was behind the uh, collegiate where the cadets used to do their training. And any old timers would remember the cadets. And uh, from there we went to Camp Borden. In Camp Borden we had, uh, oh, we were there about six, eight weeks. And uh, while I was there, I got pneumonia. And I ended up in uh, Christie Street Hospital in Toronto. And I caught up with the unit in Port Arthur. They uh, took me back to the unit. And uh, so uh, we went from there to Manitoba, shallow Manitoba. From there back down to Niagara on the lake. Did guard duty on the canals and oh, yeah. uh, not Route marches out in Manitoba were terrific. You'd walk all day and you were still standing still. <laughs> <laughs> how did you, uh, as a sort of a free spirit as a youngster, how did you react to the to discipline in the in the military? Uh, not well. <laughs> Get yourself in hot water? Uh, oh, I was in hot water all the time. <laughs> the, uh, I got nailed for AWL a couple of times and absent without leave. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I ended up in the guardhouse. So <laughs> Would you do it again the same way? I think so. Okay. I, I thought, thought. <laughs> um, okay. Eventually you got shipped overseas. Yeah. We landed down in. Uh, ended up in Sussex, down around Brighton, Edwards, Heathfield, uh, Corners, and so many names down in that area that uh, we did train there. And then when we did training up uh, up in uh, Scotland, on the uh, west coast of Scotland, we did uh, uh, combat training, which is uh, uh, scaling cliffs, uh, landing from uh, ships down into barges to the land, and you were basically you were infantry, right? We were infantry. Oh, definitely infantry. Yeah. And and then shipped overseas to Normandy. Yeah. We we weren't the first uh, group there. We came a, a little later. We were about oh, four weeks, I guess, before we got there. But they hadn't gotten very far inland. Inland, right? Point. Okay. So we were part of the interruption there. What do you What do you remember about? active fighting. Was it just remember anything about it? Really it's gotten awful dim. Yeah. The, the majority of it. And uh, you gotta figure it's fifty five yes. years ago. Yes. Uh, it, uh things get a little bit uh uh dim other than the fact you do you do remember certain things yeah. that yeah. Uh, I, I I very, very seldom uh, speak of it. It's yeah. uh the ones that uh, uh were basically uh it's a tough you, when you got wounded, and, and then you're 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 taken prisoner, um, you see war movies and so on and so forth. Um, did you you were just you were just sort of enduring, I guess. It's just you were in 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 prison and uh, yeah, you were in a, in a shack with maybe uh, fifty, sixty guys would be enough mm -hmm. uh, in a barbed wire fence with guards around it. Were you treated it, uh, reasonably well, do you think? Well, looking back at it, uh, not really, but uh, oh, it was uh, a little bit rough. But uh, there were good times and bad times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you were, do, do you remember when when you were uh, released? Oh yeah, I remember getting released. Uh, uh, Patton's army. 
uh, that came up. Uh, we were at uh, Castle Amin at the time, and uh, it was the last camp I'd been at, so uh, Patton's army came up through there, and uh, they, they overran the camp. You had a pretty tough march at one point, did you not? Yeah, they, they called it uh, the Death March. After the war, you came back, came back to North Bay. North Bay had changed, the world had changed, and Don King went back to work for the ONR. And eventually you decided that you wanted to get into politics. Yep. Now, I'm thinking, I'm thinking uh, the, the, the wound and the, the years that you went through to, to recover from that and the surgery and so on and so forth. Most people would say, I am not going to go public because I just don't feel comfortable. No, I, uh, I, I basically uh, um, had no shame for it. Well, you shouldn't have. No, of course not. And you decided that you wanted to, to represent the people of Whitfield, where you lived in Whitfield at the time. Yeah, I, I, it was a good time there. But you again. This goes back maybe to Don King as a, as a, as a young man sticking the tax under the dad's oh, car yeah. and going AWOL and all the rest of it. That Don King was going to live his life and do his thing the way he wanted to do it. Pete, I always did. Yep. It, I uh, think everybody recognizes that. Back in all oh, the late fifties, early sixties was was a lot different. It was, uh, and, and you were on the you, you ran for Whitfield Council, and uh, that's right. Sort of small town politics, would you call it that? Oh, it, yeah, I think you would. We had we had four members of council and Reeve. Uh huh. Uh, the original when I ran, Jack Bolton was Reeve, and uh, it was. Uh, very, very friendly. We we used to hold car, uh, card games after uh, okay. after the meetings, and uh, uh, when I became Reeve, I used to keep a bottle of whiskey in the drawer. Of my, okay. I'm sorry to say it now because oh, yeah. I can't not? do anything. Why not? And uh, we go after the meeting, we go into the Reeve's office and sit down, pour a drink, and play a game of cards. Okay. And uh, we you just got you got things done too. Yeah. Uh, we. Uh, when I, when I ran for Reeve, uh, my campaign the first time, well, the only time I ran for Reeve, uh, uh, I ran uh, vote uh, vote Hydro, vote King. I wanted to, we were on uh, uh, Provincial Hydro um, Works, mm -hmm. and uh, the we could drop the, the cost of Hydro by 30%. Okay. So uh, my argument was we, if, if I were elected, then I would push for the Ontario Hydro to permit us to form a Whitfield Hydro Commission okay. and purchase a hydro on a, um, a one-time basis instead of each individual okay. peak load base. Okay. And that reduced the, the cost of hydro by 30% with the exception of one group of people, and that was service stations. Okay. It, it was based on, on, on uh, peak load, and they had the high peak load in the uh, fall and winter, and that brought the rates up higher than what they were paying before, which wasn't good. But the, the rest of the community uh, enjoyed a 30% a reduction in cost. So you, so you got you got in, and you did this, and then along by fifty, but no, by 20 votes. 20 <laughs> Did your opponent ask for a recount? Yes, we had the recount and recount, and I think I went down to 18. <laughs>
time, though, you must have been, uh, since amalgamation took place, when, 1968? 1968. Actually, that's a funny one, Peter. Uh, if you think of it, the city of North, they did, did not make an application. Isaac Eve of the township of Whittafield, with the permission of the council, made the application to the municipal board for the township of Whittafield to amalgamate the city of North Bay to the township of Whittafield. Yeah. Okay. That, that's how this thing came about. Now, the reason for that was very simple. North Bay was contemplating annexing certain portions of Whittafield, right. which was out by John's Manville they in that area, and they wanted the the, uh, uh, the industrial mm -hmm. part of it. And I said, no, if you're going to, if you want the industrial part, you take it's all or nothing. The whole thing, right? So the municipal board brought in West Ferris. We didn't ask for West Ferris to be a part of it. And it was the way it came about was because of the municipal board in the hearing that was held in the old city hall. So in other words, you were trying to forestall the city of North Bay. No, actually, you know, in, in those days, you got grants in lieu of uh, grants from the province, mm -hmm. like for ditching, um, uh, culverts, and things like that. And you got 80% grant and the cost of construction. So the idea was uh, if we came, became part of North Bay as a city, we dropped down to something like, I think it was 30 or 40 percent on the grants that were given in those days. And so it was double the grant as a township. So revert back to a township, increase your money from the province. It was simple. Yeah, but you've got to think a certain way. You've got to think a certain way, don't you? Yeah. But it was, I knew they wouldn't let us do it. So after amalgamation, you you, you joined them. You became mm -hmm. a member of council. You yep. were on council for for uh, 24 years. Uh, you you were involved with a whole lot of controversy over the over the years. The Northgate business. Oh, that was great. <laughs> you, you enjoy do you enjoy controversy at that time? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's the spice of life. Stir the pot. It, well, no, it makes things happen. Okay. It makes things happen. So you, you, when when you're doing this sort of thing, you you've got an underlying purpose to it. Oh, absolutely. Every step. You think things out in advance, do you? Really? Yeah, pretty, pretty well. Pretty well. Sometimes I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I had one where uh, Dick Donnelly got me on it, and it was uh, uh, selling dog licenses. Uh, uh, we hired a, a chap that was going to assure us that he could sell us a great number of dog licenses mm -hmm. and that we'd uh, pay for the cost of the Humane Society and whatnot. And I fell flat in his face. <laughs> Never got off the... Well, we sold a few, but uh, didn't get off base. How'd you deal with Dick Donner? Uh I found Dick very, very amicable. Uh, we seemed to have an understanding. Uh, we never got into any real controversy. Um, we had differences of opinion. Mm -hmm. Do you think and that was because he felt that you were too strong to deal with? Oh, I, I wouldn't know. You'd have to ask Dick that one. <laughs> no, I, I, I think he, he appreciated me, and I appreciated him. Castle Home has been your love. Yeah, I mean... 1976 on. Uh, I started in 1962. Uh, appointed by the province. Uh, Castle Home was in a financial uh, problem. 
and myself and Willard Richardson uh, were appointed by uh, the province to try and, Willard was a strong person, and uh, to try and bring it uh, around out of its financial difficulties. Mm -hmm. And we did. Uh, that was in 1962, just shortly after the building was built, the existing building. I've been on there ever since with the exception of one year. And they named an auditorium for you, and you're still chairman yes. of the board, mm -hmm. and very highly respected uh, for the work that you've done over the years. I, I, I like the work. It's, uh, it's uh, we, we've got, without a doubt, and uh, the pride that I have in the place, uh, having had some involvement, uh, I think we got the best place in the province of Ontario here in North Bay. Uh, it's run economically sound. Mm -hmm. it, uh, we stay within budget. We uh, are one of the lower homes. I don't know whether it was the lowest or not. Uh, cost per per bed mm -hmm. in the province. So that in itself says something. This edition of our Heritage Diary, Voices from the Past, with the late Don King, was originally recorded in 1999 for the cable TV production Life Is, and is rebroadcast in this format through the courtesy of Kojiko, Your TV. Thank you for spending some time with us and listening to our stories. These productions are put together by the North Bay Municipal Heritage Committee not only to retell old tales, but hopefully to kindle interest in area history. Local lore is important to any community. We shouldn't let it go unremarked and unremembered. Views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of the Corporation of the City of North Bay or its employees. Join us next time when we flip another page of the diary of our shared past. You can reach us at peter.carello at cityofnorthbay.ca. Production, Casey Monkelbahn and Peter Carello. Pete Handley speaking.